<laughs> Welcome to another spectacular episode of Some Like It Hot. And this week I am doing an audio only because I am in the middle of a bunch of projects and I could only carve out time. Today is actually Monday. I don't know what we're calling this. Indigenous People's Day, Columbus Day, I'm not sure. I'm going to get into that later in the podcast and I might even have a special guest with me. Um, but I will be back on camera for my Halloween spectacular episode. So stay tuned for that um, next week or the week after. I'm not sure. I've been doing this bi-weekly. So just, you know, if you follow me on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, wherever you follow me at, you know, you'll see when the new episodes come up. Make sure you give a like, subscribe, wherever you're listening or watching this. And, um, you know, also, I think Spotify has a new thing where you can like vote, give it four stars, five stars. Please give me five stars if you like, you know, four stars if that's what you feel. You know, don't be mean and shady and give me like one star. I mean, I guess you can, but like, I feel when I do something like that, I really feel that way. So if you're listening to me and you really feel that way, okay, I guess, but you just don't have to listen. But if you, you know, if you like me, great. Give me, give me the, give me the good stuff. Um, you know, you get what you give in this world. So whatever you put out there is what you're getting back. But needless to say, I've thought it through and I really want to make sure that in the beginning parts of my podcast from here on out, that we cover a lot of the hot topics. I have been doing it off the top of my head, but I think I'm going to be a little bit more structured when it comes to that because I know you guys are interested in having those conversations. I know you guys are interested in hearing what I have to say about them or you wouldn't be here. Um, so I mean, there's so much to cover every week. I would have to say, I am grateful that we don't have to deal with Trump as much, you know, since he's been out of office, because I think he gave us so much to cover that I would sometimes lose my footing as far as news and politics. Cause it was just so many things that he would do in, in a week's time that you would almost be like, oh shit, I forgot to you know cover that or talk about that. So I am glad in a post-Trump world, hopefully permanently post-Trump world, <laughs> um, that there isn't so much to cover. But there was a couple of things, like for instance, so the Joe Biden thing, I just want to cover that for just a second. You know, they're making a big deal in the news that he has decided that he wants to pardon anybody who's gone to prison for, I think, small marijuana crimes. I don't think it's like major, like if you have a warehouse, I don't think he was, you know, pardoning people for that. But smaller crimes, he wanted to make it on the federal level that they would be pardoned. But here's the thing. Upon further research, I found out that not only, and I want to give credit to the person I got research from. It was actually from... Um, Al yes, from uh, TG, TGIF, spelled T-E-A, T-G-I-F. Um, I love that show. Uh, you guys, if you haven't seen it, it's a great, I wouldn't call it a podcast. It's really just an online talk show that's just waiting for its moment to be on television. As a great um, uh, host on there and... I, you know, I don't want to do too much promote and they're not paying me, but, but I just want to say Al Reynolds from TGIF actually was how I got this information. So what he had said was, you know, he had done further research. And the truth is, is that not only was there no one currently, um, in prison for, for federal crimes, uh, petty crimes of marijuana, uh, charges, but there wasn't anyone to actually pardon. And there wasn't anyone <laughs> like, like there, it, 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 it's, a fictitious um, gift from Biden, right? So essentially he's opening it up so that state by state that they can make their choices and decide to let people out, pardon people, you know, clean out the, the justice system. And even Beto O'Rourke in Texas had said that had he had been voted in, if he's voted in, he would do that and reallocate the money that's being wasted on arresting and, and imprisoning people on marijuana charges um, towards education and um, mental health you know, resources, right? Uh, but the current governor, uh, hell on wheels, uh, he will not, and he has no interest in doing that, right? So the thing about the Biden pardoning or, you know, ceremoniously pardoning people is I don't, 
I don't like when politicians pretend like they're doing us a favor, but they're really not, but they're making it seem like they are. It's a great thing. It can cause a domino effect in the right direction. But I often find that there's a lot of things that, that especially Joe Biden over the last year has done where you're like, oh, this is great. And then you're like, when you look further into it, it's not as great as it should be. It's not the step that it should be, right? And so I just want to say that's my two cents on that. I don't, I'm not upset about it or I don't have like a real angry opinion about, you know, what he's done uh, or didn't do. But I just would like to keep my audience informed that it's sort of just a ceremonial thing. There's no one that's going to actually benefit directly from what he did, okay? So that that I just wanted to point out. Um, another thing that happened, oh God, and we can go deeper into this conversation later, I guess, is Kanye West. Ugh. Are we not Kanye'd out yet? Because, oh God. Okay, so I want to blend two stories. So you guys know that I move around a lot. Not as much as I used to, but enough. And I recently moved again for the first time in about seven years. So I guess it's not a lot, but, but it's still not fun to move. (laughs) And I have storage. And the thing is, I have a great archive of things that I've managed to save and salvage over the years. There's been more, but you know, you move, you sell things, you give things away to the home good, home goods. Oh my God. to the goodwill. (laughs) Although sometimes there's some stuff at home gets that I think should be in the goodwill. But, um, you know, I've decided that I'm going to take things out of my archive. And I'm talking like CDs, DVDs, right, that are like, you can't even get, you cannot download these. You cannot stream some of these things. They have exclusives on them. Old gaming system, old games. And believe it or not, I'm actually going to be selling um, designer shoes and handbags and things that are either worn once or twice, maybe one a little bit more, but I've had them like refurbished that are like, they're going to go up for some good prices. And I normally, I, I never really thought I'd sell these things, but I'm just at the point where I'm just carrying some of them around and I don't have an affection for them. And I don't see myself ever wearing them again or putting them in a case where, I, you know, if in the future where I would like, you know, have them up. So I will uh, let you guys know about that. But I, I do want to tie this to Kanye because I know you're like, how does this have to do with Kanye? Because I was going through these archives and I found Kanye's The Graduate. And it really made us, we were both looking at it and we were like, damn, damn, that was, he's oh, such good music, such good, such a good artist. You know, you kind of forget after all this nonsense he's done for all these years, like he, we liked him. You know what I mean? There's people that still like him and there's a reason why they do. But for the people who he's offended and he's hurt, who liked him before all the political nonsense and the, the need for attention online, it was like, oh my God, this, it was like a piece of capsulized, like old school Kanye, because if anyone who's been born or con- cognitive in the last 10 or 15 years and didn't know Kanye prior to that, they really don't know the Kanye that we we know from before. And it's tragic. It truly is. Because the stuff that he's doing now is just obscene. Now, let's we already know that he, you know, went to the White House and he hugged Donald Trump and he was wearing the Make America Great Again hat and he said that Donald Trump was the father he never had. This is all you could watch. It was all on video. You don't have to take my word for it. And, you know, he was a big supporter of Trump. And um, and then he did his whole thing where he ran for president um, the year that Biden was running. Why did he do that? Because he wanted to siphon off a lot of the black vote um, away from the Democrats so that it would help Trump. That's just, that is exactly why he did it, is exactly what the tactic was. He stood no chance in winning. He did some crazy um, uh, town halls that made him look like he was not fit to be a candidate but he did enough damage to help siphon off a little bit of the black vote and whoever else was interested in voting for Kanye away from the democratic process but that's okay because event uh Biden did win in the long run um but now he's just at this point where he goes back and forth where one minute he's black and proud and the next minute he's pandering to not only white people but to the extremist 
to the the white nationalists. Um, and nothing is more evident and more obvious of that than what he did at his fashion show to garner attention where he had all these ugly clothes, disgusting, weird, supposedly uh, futuristic science fiction looking, you know, designs and whatever concepts. But then he decided to throw in the middle of all of that white t-shirts white teeth it's like futuristic shaved eyebrows alien ball heads uh fucking whatever the fuck was going on and then white t-shirts but why did he throw white t-shirts in there oh because on the back of them it said white lives matter and he knew exactly what he was doing by having black and brown people walking the catwalk and there were white people walking the catwalk in white t-shirts that said white lives matter then he posed for pictures in a shirt in the same shirt and then he stood next to a complete panderer um candace owens and she also wore a shirt that said white lives matter so you knew exactly what you're doing you knew exactly what audience you were trying to piss off you knew exactly what audience you were trying to appeal to there's no real it's not black and white it's not like you know oh are you sure it's it's obvious it's evident and you know people had a lot to say about it and they went back and forth on the comment section on every profile every you know app that there is there really isn't much to say from me because to me it's like okay so are we done Are we done with him? Because there's a difference between trolling and trying to be controversial and being hurtful. You know, you can go from someone who's teasing you in school to someone who's bullying you, right? There's a difference there. There's a difference between someone who says, I don't like you and someone who says, you know, some kind of hate speech and then physically attacks you, right? There is a difference. And there is a difference between him, you know, when he was sitting on Tucker Carlson after he wore the White Lives Matter shirt, he went to Fox News. So it's like, okay, could you be more obvious? You know, might as well wear, you know, cowboy cowboy boots and a cowboy hat and say, I don't like them. You know what I mean? Might as well just do that because, I mean, it's just, it's, that's where it's leaning towards. So, you know, if that's what he wants to do, that's fine. He's not the first black man to do it. He won't be the last. And... You know, he's not um, beholden to the black community to care about us or to uphold our beliefs or morals or truths. No, but you will be called to the carpet if you're going to lean in the other direction. You know, you don't have to do either. I think that's the beauty of Beyonce is that we don't really know Beyonce, right? I think that's why her career has lasted so long and she skates uh, skates by in her uh, constant thievery of other artists, um, ideas, concepts, visuals, music, uh, lyrics, you name it. I mean, it's this is not a secret. This isn't Beyonce hate. This is just the truth. But the reason she gets away with all of that is because she's not constantly out there being political or saying something um, shocking. She kind of just does her job and then goes into her private life and leaves the rest for us to assume. Whereas Kanye has said and done so much publicly that has nothing to do with his art form that it has tainted his music for most of his older fans, his fans from back in the day. And now he has a fan base that is consistent of misogynistic trolls, racist uh, white nationalists, and then people who are just onlookers who like to watch a, you know, a car crash. But as far as, you know, the love of the community that he used to have, that's gone. And so I don't really have anything else to say or add to the White Lives Matter shirts that he wore. It's an obvious affront to Black Lives Matter. He said, and I quote, um, well, we all knew Black Lives Matter was a scam anyway. So now that it's canceled, it's done. You're welcome. Because he did us a favor. You know, he does a favor. Um And to his credit, and I'm going to make sure that I stay 100% here, there was apparently uh, two members of the Black Lives Matter organization that decided to reallocate money that was donated to the cause for their own personal gains. That's not everybody. There's an organization full of thousands of people. There were protests done by millions of people. 
Um, you know, if we're going to utilize the saying, oh, don't let a couple of bad apples spoil the bunch when it comes to the police, then we need to say, keep that same energy for Black Lives Matter and say that, you know, just because there were, you know, two people that did something wrong in that corporation or, or became a corporation, um, does not mean that the entirety of the movement was, um, a scam, right? So he, he was, he does what he does best. He does what a lot of narcissists do best. They take a tiny fragment of truth and blend it with a huge lie, right? And that's what he is. He's a narcissist. He's a sociopath. Um, and this is why he finds Trump to be the dad he never had. And I actually agree with him. (laughs) I actually think that's a great combination there. Um, but that's really all the hot topics I really want to get into. There isn't much more, you know, Halloween's around the corner. We'll discuss horror movies. We'll get into all of that on my next podcast for sure. I might even get into a little bit of that in the next half of the podcast, but I have a dilemma and I wanted to talk to you guys about it. And hopefully you can um, comment uh, wherever the clips are or YouTube or whatever and tell me what you think. I'm in a situation where someone needs my help and I want to give them my help but history has shown that this person has been helped by people over and over and over again and then ended up back in at square one and not necessarily always the same situation. You know, it's always a different reason why they're back at square one, but they end up back at the same place over and over again. And so it's, it's made me question, you know, what, what will my help do? And I'm in a situation where it is a financial situation where they, they, they need financial help and I can provide some financial assistance to this person, but you know, I, like I said, you know, it's, it's kind of like cut, hurt myself, cut myself to heal you. I don't know if I want to, you know, take money out that I might need for something. Things come up. We all know that a bill will come out of nowhere. You weren't expecting, uh, an act, an accident can occur. You know, these things happen. And I just, I also want to consider that this person tends to take help and go, thank you. And then they go back to their life and eventually it happens again. Right. And so Christian teachings that I don't necessarily say you have to follow Christian teaching. You can follow Buddhism or anything else, but a lot of teachings all say the same thing when it boils down to it, which is, you know, and I'm just using this one for now, which is you can either give a man a fish and they'll eat for a day teach a man to fish and they'll eat for a lifetime and my whole thing is I don't know how to fish (laughs) so I can teach nobody fish but I do know how to bring in different streams of income and I feel like I want to explain to this person you have an archive as well you have options that you could utilize to make other streams of money right now that could bring in something to assist you. And I'd like to help that person do that and help them set that up. And not necessarily like a GoFundMe or anything like that, because I know that can be humiliating for anyone. I, I don't know if I could do it for myself if I needed that kind of money. But something where they could bring in money for themselves and I could start the ball rolling and maybe put a little money on that instead of being like, here you go, here's some money, you know, that I don't know if you're going to utilize it properly. And I know this sounds horrible because, you know, I hate, I, I've been in a position before where I needed people. Um, to be fair, I've only ever had a handful, less than a handful of people who've ever actually helped me out of a situation. But in all of those situations, I always paid those people back. This is not that kind of situation. This isn't a situation where I'll get paid back. So, I don't know what you guys think about that. Do you think that I'm being, you know, callous? Do you think that I'm being practical? Maybe a little bit of both. I don't know, but I've been dealing with that. So I want to leave that with you for this part of the the podcast. You can um, sip on that while we go to a commercial break. And then I have a little surprise for you coming up after the break. <laughs> 
welcome, welcome, welcome. Why, good afternoon there. Okay, so we're back and I have a special guest with me. He is not a personality online. He is not a celebrity. He doesn't do anything like that. He's, I wouldn't call him an average Joe, but he's just a good old friend of mine. And if you've been on any of my Twitch streams, then you haven't missed him because he was a fierce, sometimes too fierce competitor on Mortal Kombat. <laughs> um, this is my boy, Joker. Say hello, Joker. Hello, everybody. All right, Joker. So I have you on today because I need a man's perspective and you're one of the grisliest throwback men I know. Oh, why? Thank you. That, that's a compliment. That's a compliment because, you know, the the, the, the the generations that have come after you, you know, I'm not going to say that they're less men, but I think that they are a different kind of man. So sure. <laughs> just a little bit, just a tad. So, okay. So we're going to get into some manly stuff today and then you can, you know, bring up stuff if you want to. So, before the break, I was talking about uh your favorite topic, marijuana. Oh, well. You're you're an avid smoker, correct? Absolutely. I now, believe that the country could use it to be recreational. I, I think the country, you know, there, there's a lot that we can touch base on this subject, but I will allow you to continue to ask questions and I will give you my input. See, I got him right away. That's how you do it. This is how a good host is. I hook him with what I know they like right away. <laughs> okay, so I know you like it, but is it legal where you live? Uh, it is medically legal in the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, the neighboring state, New York, is recreational and medicinal. So we're hoping that, you know, Pennsylvania kind of follows suit. Do you have a card for it there? Like, you have to have a card, right? Correct. Yes, I, I have a medical card. So where I'm at, they also have it to have, uh, have a medical card, too. I don't have one because I... I don't trust myself. <laughs> I don't trust myself. I know if I get a card, I'm going to be hanging out. There's there's too many dispensaries here. I counted the main road that I live near. Just from where I usually travel, there's like 50 on just that little bit of strip of road I take. So I, I, I had a problem with it back in the day. So I don't trust myself, but to each their own. But the reason I brought it up is because I wanted to know your thoughts about your favorite, what do you call him, Brandon, Joe Biden, uh, pardoning <laughs> people on a federal level for marijuana. Well, in 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 my opinion, mm-hmm. and I'm sure this isn't going to be a fan favorite when I say this, mm-hmm. I'm not big on the idea of buying votes. So I look at it as that's the type of move that he had made. Go on, elaborate. Now, if you're going to expunge people's records at the federal level for marijuana, then you got to do it across the board. You just can't pick and choose. And then if you're going to expunge federal, you know, charges, then why not go all the way across the board and decriminalize it completely tax it put the money into the schools for this country uh you know give it to the states to you know fix their roads you know do something productive with this whole grand scheme of things well, I didn't use this word, but this was the word I was thinking of earlier in the podcast is I said it was a superficial move because if upon further investigation, there wasn't anyone that was currently needing to be pardoned on a federal level. No one, no one was in I had federal charges that he was um, proclaiming he was pardoning people. So it was this like superficial, you know, statement that it can have look it can have great outcomes later on because it's like a it can be like a domino effect like okay we start here and we get to exactly what you're describing but the fact is you're right 
he only did it because it's to help I mean, it's not going to help his vote because he's not, you know, running right now. It's to help the other Democrats that are running in November. Right. And, you know, it's I, I, I agree with you. So you're, I, you're wrong. It's a fan favorite with me because I actually agree with you on this one topic. So I think we should probably see if the moon is blue tonight uh, because um, <laughs> Joker and I very rarely agree on a lot of things. We agree on a few things when it comes to like entertainment. But when it comes to politics, that's not that's not our a, a common ground place for us. But I will say, I do think it was superficial, and I do think that they should, if you're going to do it, do it all, you know, and stop waiting. Like, how long do we all have to wait? My God, the man is going to be dead soon. Like, how long do we all have to wait to just get the things in place that we all know should be? You know? Right, right. I just think there's it, it, it's a lot more beneficial, you know. Um, like I said, you can tax it. You can tax it like you do tobacco. You can tax it like they do alcohol. And, you know, in reality, you know, marijuana really isn't killing people the way, you know, drunk drivers do every day. So it's, I, I think what they need to do is figure out a way to kind of make it to where they can police it mm -hmm. i think that's pretty much where they're at as far as um you know moving forward with making everything recreational is they can't police it they have no way of you know a police officer pulling you over and testing how stoned you are um and i think that's what really holds it up oh it's not just that it's also because it's a plant and they can't they're trying to figure out a way to manufacture the seeds so that we can't grow it on our own. So we can only purchase it from the providers that are, you right. know, locked in with the bigger corporations. And so it's a plant that they can't police as well. Right. And that's that is the number one. That's the same reason why prostitution is illegal, because they unless they can watch our every move and trust me, they're working on it. They can't police how many women or men are having sex for money and how much money they're actually getting. But they are, they have already learned how to police the money because now we barely ever use cash. And once we no longer use cash, then they'll really be able to, to really lock in on prostitution. And it'll probably be legal by then. When there's no more cash, that's when prostitution will be legal because they'll be able to watch all of the tender being transferred. Right. And and we're pretty much almost to that point. You know, we're, no words. I mean, in my household, it's funny because I forget what I was watching. Oh, I was watching Chucky. So, oh, and if you want to talk horror, I, I think I will allow it for you. But I was going to wait till next week. But I will just say I was watching Chucky. And in one of the scenes, this kid stole money from his dad. And it was like a big wad of cash. I'm like, huh, he wouldn't have any fun in this house because there's no cash. In this house. <laughs> it's all digital here. And I'm too lazy to go to the, the bank and take cash out, you know? Right. So, um, but. yeah, I, I mean, I, I haven't moved on from that part. Like I, I work with cash every day, mm -hmm. uh, you know, being with what I do with work, I, you know, I, we handle cash, um, you know, being a board member at a private club, which is cash only. So mm -hmm. holding cash, I, I feel like we're all in trouble once cash goes away oh i agree i mean i used to be this is not a secret i used to be um a, a dancer and that was a, a cash job and you know i paid for everything up front i've only now just started dabbling and really utilizing credit i used to just pay things off right away and i can tell you if i couldn't have made cash then you know if there was no if there's no cash like what it would be like i don't know right now for dancers maybe you do you've been to strip clubs lately <laughs> but i have not been to a strip club in a while and i cannot imagine what it's going how it's going to be so difficult for them to make money um in the future i don't even know if they still take cash now. like do people like swipe on things in the strip club now or do they have like barcodes on their ass cheeks like what happens <laughs> no i think i think uh you know it, it's still pretty basic you know they have an atm machine 
at the oh, door. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, See, I haven't been in one in a long time. And I don't try to pretend like I have, but I can't imagine it. it not only will it make it awkward for the girls, because now how do you get, you know, you can't make it rain. That's like, it's not just about receiving the dollar bills. It's a whole artistic act, you know, it makes the guy feel cool. Yeah, it looks cool, you know, and then you can't you just can't, put your debit card in, in, in a G-string strap and, and I mean, you can. <laughs> it's not going to be the same effect. Next thing you know, you're going to have guys trying to just swipe their card through you know strippers butt cheeks and well i mean i've had guys do that but that was just purely <laughs> theatrical um <laughs> but the thing is is like you it's the idea of you know th- the way things work in any situation especially when you're in a in a real life situation the way you get people to spend money on any product is make it as easy as possible for them to spend that money so that's why they've come up with apple watch where you just swipe the thing and you do okay that's fine but if you have to do that for a person, you know, especially if it's like you have to like put in the amount, that can be very, an that's a very awkward time to be like typing in an amount or, you know what I mean? And like, or like imagine going to get a lap dance and you have to like swipe something or put the chip in. Like, I don't know. I, I'm sure they'll be fine with it in the future. I'm sure the, you know, the robo synthesized uh, sex doll strippers that are going to be the ones that are at the club in the future they'll handle it just fine but I, I don't know there's nothing like a whole fucking row of dollar bills and your g-string that turned into a dress but I digress um, speaking of private Nikia Nightshade Some Like It Hot is brought to you by The Beat House Cosmetics and their latest legacy eyeshadow palette. With titles like Birthright, Heirloom, Estate and Inheritance, this mother-daughter duo, black family-owned company, is making sure to bring a little bit of legacy right to your face. TheBeatHouseCosmetics.com. Use hashtag SomeLikeItHot and get yourself a lovely little discount. You can also find it at City Trends Nationwide. Okay, that was weird. Anyway, um, so I was saying, speaking of private clubs, I recently started Nakia's VIP, as you know. And so you've had a sneak peek into it. You don't mind me telling people that, right? <laughs> okay, so you've had a sneak peek into the VIP. So, you know you've seen other things online what as someone who can actually give people an idea of what the vip is like in comparison to let's say other material that's out there would you what would you consider it how would you describe it for the little peek that you got uh i would say it is very tasteful as far as it's nothing too overly uh, exposed. Um, it's 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 very sex. It, it's very sexy. Um, it's not like an experience you will get. You know, if you're looking to watch freaking, you know, Susan whatever get ramrodded by you know guys. Uh, it's definitely not it. <laughs> oh my god, not ramrodded. <laughs> um. It's I, I I found it to be very tasteful uh, and very you know it's very sexy. Uh, it it makes the mind wonder, you know, <laughs> what else is gonna go on. You make it sound like it's a drug. <laughs> um, no, you know I appreciate you saying that because I've gotten a lot of mixed reviews. So the people who've actually been in it, I've only actually had one person who joined and was like. I wouldn't say disappointed. I think they were, I think they were disappointed in themselves more than what I was providing because the the complaint that I got from the one person was like, you know, they're like, oh, I thought this was going to be different. I'm like, well, 
this is it's fantasy driven so the more involved the person is and the more they tell me what they want the more i give you exactly the fantasy you want i mean to an extent like you said i'm not getting ramrodded um <laughs> but this guy wasn't it seemed to me like and this is not shady to him i like him he's a a, a fan from my other work that i do but this guy he wasn't um heavily involved he kind of just was like oh i don't care oh sure whatever and it's like yeah well that's not getting me going because i have to admit part of how i work and you know me joker is i need to be stimulated if i'm horny then i can do a lot <laughs> I can let me let me touch base on that real quick. I think a lot of guys these days don't know how to stimulate women. Like, oh, I got big muscles, or oh, I got a big pocketbook. That's not always going to stimulate a woman. You know, you gotta, you know, actually know, you know, hypothetically speaking, your partner, you know, and what drives them. What's going to bring that freak out? Right. I mean, it's, you know, obviously I'm not, I'm not their partner, but some, there are a couple of guys who wanted me to play that type of thing, like a GFE girlfriend experience, but there's other people who wanted me to do cosplay. Everybody has something, a different request. Well, um, I think a lot, I, I think what a lot of guys think is like, oh, I'm going to watch this chick go to town on herself. And that's not what you're going to get. Well, I mean, who knows? I just started, but um, right. <laughs> but I mean, I had, I did. I already had one. Was like, I want you to take a gigantic dildo and sit on it. I'm like, whoa! I don't even do that in my free time. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but the thing is, is like you know, the way that if I work personally, and that's why it's it's Nikki's VIP. It's not you know so and so. It's not this website that I'm working for. It's specifically me. How I work is. I want to connect with you and it doesn't have to be emotional, but it has to be sexual. It has to be sensual. And I want to get to know what it is. I want to know your fantasies and desires. And if you can talk to me, you know, feel open to speak to me about those things, I can get stimulated. I've had guys say things to me that some women would be like, oh my God, I can't believe you would read that. But for me, I actually enjoy um, erotic uh, discussion dialogue because it will actually stimulate me better for when I do the photos and the videos. Um, because you're putting other... a picture into your head. Huh? You're putting a, a picture into your head. You're, you're creating a story in your head by what they're telling you and what they're looking for. Well, you saw some of the, sh the, the, well, cause there was a couple of fantasies I've done. I've done, you know, the ones that I think you saw was like the shower one and the gamer girl one. Right. So, the gamer girl one was really easy to do because he's a long-term time person member before there was even a membership. <laughs> he is the he is the the first member. Um, but the thing about it was it was easy to do those roles because I'm like, I know what he wants, you know what I mean? And since I know what daddy wants, I know what to give. Um yeah. and so that that's the good side of that, and I really enjoy doing that. Um, but I've had a lot of backlash too, where I've had people messaging me like, you're going to go to hell or I can't believe you do that. That's dirty. I don't like girls that do that. Listen, I'm a guy. I get on online platforms. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you, you know, I've been off work since Saturday cause I was out of town all week. So I've been, you know, I've kind of been on social media browsing because I'm sitting at home bored because I, I don't need to be in a bar. <laughs> right. So, you know, I'm occupying my time in between playing video games and cooking and whatever and whatnot. And I can't tell you the amount of random women that, you know, try and add me on Instagram or try and add me on Facebook. And immediately if I'm like, oh, okay, you know, they have, they have some pictures like they, you know, you're just trying to connect and, and get a follower you know if you follow me back cool but you know once that happens then they're in my dm instagram is horrible for it absolutely mm -hmm. horrible and it's oh hey i'm this i'm that what are you looking for and it's oh do you want to hook up where are you located like women are online either trying to scam men or they're essentially an online hooker like you're trying to sell some pussy on instagram mm -hmm. and it's like come on like and some you know, of them are fake where that they're just using someone else's photos 
Correct. And, and nine times out of 10, that's probably what it is. I don't fall for the bullshit. I get more enjoyment fucking with these people because <laughs> if you have nothing else better to do with your time, guess what? I don't either. I will sit here and full heartedly toy with your brain. <laughs> well, and the thing is, is I don't, I don't actually do any of that. I don't reach out and try to find people. Right. I'm providing a service to the people who already are interested in me. And I actually made a video I haven't posted yet where, because, you know, uh, I was getting a lot of flack from guys who are like, oh, you don't deserve that. What do you need that money for? Oh, you shouldn't have. You've seen some of the stuff on Facebook. And my whole thing is, I, I have, you know, my Facebook story, my Instagram story, and I can literally show you without looking at people's names. That, that's not the point. I can show you hundreds, dozens per post of just hearts, 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 where the men are just like all over the, the pictures of what I'm doing. And it's like, okay, so if you're that interested, then obviously I'm going to say, well, are you interested in this? That's just, that's just how the world works, you know? today and you know myself included and obviously you know you and i don't have that type of relationship we're friends yeah. i could you know i have no problem you know if you need something or you know you're reaching a goal to try and you know get a new piece of equipment to do what you do i support you i don't you know what i'm saying i've never been the type to be like oh i expect you to do this for me and that for me and and you know a, a lot of these you know people out here they're expecting something in return well what's what's hilarious to me is i get a lot of the guys who've been following me for a really long time like i mean a really long time they're like oh how come i can't see something why don't you send me some pictures and i'm like well if you want to join the vip like well i've been following you a long time and i had to be cold as ice with them but right. i think that it's 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 there is a time and a place where you have to sit and down someone and say okay you've been following me for a long time what ha have you done any you see all the businesses i do you want a freebie at the end of the no, day no but it's not even just a freebie i literally have provided how many other services music game streaming a book a this or that you know what i mean right. what did you what did you support i'm not saying you have to i'm just wondering have you all these years any one of those things have you hit any one of those marks and if you can't say i even bought a shirt or a hat nothing in five ten years i've been doing this then don't get mad at me because you're being blocked from something else because it's like, look, I still have to survive. Like I have to at make money. Day, at the end of the day, you run a business. I, and, I am a business. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally, Nikia Nightshade is a business. You can't walk into, you know, the local Walmart and be like, hey, listen, I've been shopping here for 20 years. Uh, I expect to get a buy one, get one free, or I expect to get this. Well, I mean, shit, even at Walmart, at least they were shopping there. <laughs> like, they literally just stand outside and look in the windows all the time. <laughs> at the Nikita Nightshade store, they just look at all the stuff on display. You got to pay for services rendered. No different than, you know, getting a lawyer or, you know, hiring a realtor or, you know, you got to what it is what Listen. it is the best way for me to the best way for me to say it jokers like this i always posted sexy stuff back in the day and then for a few more than a few years now i really haven't posted too much sexy stuff here and there i'll give it to you but i didn't do like what i'm doing now i shuttered the windows or i black out the windows and I'm like, if you want to see the real sexy stuff, you got to come in and pay. And that's why some of them are getting mad. Because, like, why aren't you posting it? Other girls post their whole ass, their whole this and that. Yeah, but you know what? They're doing that because they're also going to sell you something even more X-rated than that. You know what I mean? They're going to go that distance that I'm not going to go. I'm not going to do triple X porn. That's If I wanted to do that, I would have did it a long time ago. And the thing is, is I get in a lot of trouble for the most ridiculous stuff online that nobody else does so in order to to bypass worrying about being flagged or spammed i'm currently um right now on facebook i still have 12 days left to my restricted access version of my my page which is why my views are so low on facebook uh because of some a picture i did that they said was too sexual and it really wasn't even sexual at all there was nothing sexual in it at all so some, i some, made a I made a place for you guys to go. I made a place for you guys to go where you could see it. I wouldn't worry about getting in trouble and I could make money. And some people are mad at me. Well, listen, you know, you're cutting out the middleman too. You well, know, course, naturally. Right. I mean, you could sit here and be on OnlyFans or Chatterbait or some fucking cam call girl service and, you know, you'd be working with a middleman. Here, right. you, you know, you cut out the middleman and you cut to the chase. And literally 
So, <laughs> no, but you know, and it's funny you brought up Chatterbait because I don't like to talk about sites like that, but I feel like sites like that and the one I discussed a couple of weeks ago, Omegle, is really desensitizing a lot of mostly men uh, because they're getting to the point where they can just turn on their phone or whatever and they're watching someone live giving a blowjob. And it's like, how, where do you go from there? After, where, where do you go from there? You know? You can't unless they start opening up brothels. <laughs> right. It's to the point where some some people are some of these young guys. I mean, Joker, can you imagine if you were 14 and you were experimenting? Because what what was porn for you when you were 14? Oh, God, we would, you know, it was either a Playboy or a Hustler magazine or or someone's dad had a had a VHS porn tape from God knows when with fucking Martha and her Harry Bush. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you know that that's what we look forward to <laughs> <laughs> not martha you know i was just talking about this it's so funny i was having a, a actually very serious conversation with my mother but it somehow veered into like i told her i said you know i i said you know i saw porn really young at 11 years old and right. i think that's pretty much the standard but we don't really talk about that in our society but i think 11 is pretty much the standard but around 11 I, I saw porn now at first it started with hbo's um do you remember real sex Respect. and taxi cab confessions yep absolutely oh i mean but it'd be two three in the morning you'd be up it's a weekend and your parents are in bed and it's like oh real sex is on like cool let's see what this is about i'm never allowed to watch it i'm constantly getting my freaking face covered when boobs come on the tv so everybody's asleep it's like the pt okay. i have ptsd of still i still i am a fucking adult in my own goddamn house and i still wake up and i'm like creeping around the house when someone else is asleep and i'm paranoid i'm gonna like creak the floor like i'm 11 like trying you know what i mean i still have that ptsd and i so i started with that but then it was exactly what you said. You found your stepdad, your dad's, you know, porn stash. And then you were like, hmm, that if he has one. And then everywhere you go, for me, it was like I'd be with my cousins or my friends or my neighbors. And we would be like, oh, look. And we'd find that adult's stash. You know what I mean? Right. And so it, and I ended up, it was as I was getting older, like between 11 and 13, I had come to the conclusion that all adults were sick, disgusting horn, horn dogs that had <laughs> these little like stash of porn everywhere. Like I was house sitting for someone and watching their cat. And I was, I had to be like 13, maybe 14 years old. And I got hit in the head with a porno because <laughs> I'm not kidding. I opened the door. I cannot remember what I opened the door for to their closet in the hallway. Who keeps porn in the closet in the hallway in the front near the front door? And a porno came flying out and it was a VHS, you know, and it hit me in the head. And it's so funny because I'll never forget, I've even commented this to Tracy Lords on Instagram and she liked it. Cause I said that was the day I became an uh, uh, Tracy Lords fan. <laughs> Not because of the porn, although I did see her in it. I just was like, oh, I know her. Cause she was in um, Virtuosity with uh, Denzel Washington. Right. And I was like, I know her. <laughs> I didn't know she did this. <laughs> so I was, I became like a, a big fan of hers, but it was literally like in every house. And now the 11, 12, 13, 14 year olds, they're seeing porn on phones and it's nothing right. like the porn that you and I saw. No, I mean, it, it, it's come so far. Um, and, 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 you know, right, we all know porn's a, a multi-billion dollar industry. Every, every guy that, you know, can't, you know, pick up a female, you know, that's what they're doing. They're sitting there with their, their, you know, their rag and whatever lubricant they're using. They sit there and just go to town. What a whenever. beautiful portrait you painted for us. Well, I mean, but that's. But that's what it is. That's what's happening. Well, and uh, that and that's the thing. So I want to tie two things together. So just to finish the 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 porn, the way it has come a long way. I wanted to just say that that's one of the things I try to explain to some of the young people that are around my stream and stuff like that. When we have those kind of conversations that I don't bring up, but they will bring it up. <clears throat> excuse me. Is that I say to them, I'm like, you don't need to feel pressure. I had someone who just recently lost their virginity. They're one of my viewers. And I won't say who they are. 
Um, but they recently launched their Virginia and they have been talking about it for years. I'm like, you don't need to rush into it. It's It will happen when it happens. And they would see a lot of porn on Twitter. And like, I don't know if I could do that. I could do this. And I said, you really don't, you don't have to do that. I said, the stuff yeah. that people are doing now used to be considered the most extreme porn back in the day. It wasn't even when I was 18 and I would go to like Amazing's videos, which I don't know if that's still around because I'm 100 years old. But when I used to go to Amazing's videos and that was a porn fran uh, porn franchise store, um, they used to have, you know, all kinds of glamorous porns in the front. But if you wanted to see the real sick shit, you had to go in the back. Right. And the, the sick shit was... Um, choking spitting in someone's mouth um you know the big you know. gang bangs that were like violent almost rapish type of gang bangs now that's just the normal they, they, they think that's normal sex now and so yeah, I, I i think i think you know with the way porn's evolved it's it's taking it's evolved <laughs> it, it's taken away from uh you know the passionate you know the, the actual well, I'm going to call Ron Jeremy passionate, but go on. <laughs> well, no, but you, you know what I'm saying? It kind of, you know, these younger kids are, are going to get the wrong idea. Like a woman wants to be wine and die and not grab by her throat and have a 12-inch dong shoved down her throat. I mean, well, maybe. Well, I mean, it, it can be... It can be that joker, but it's it shouldn't it it should be classified like you know how you have MILF and you have whatever, then it should be like this porn. But some of the stuff that used to be in the fantasy, you know, he broke into my house porn stuff, it has trickled into just every sex act. So every. It's like even when it's just a guy and a girl and it's supposed to be like her and her whatever, the the pizza boy or the there's a lot for some reason out here the porns that keep popping up right away is like mom and stepson kind of crap yeah. i don't know what the fuck's going on on this <laughs> it's like top of the line here oh, the family matters stuff is like really weird here sister oh. dad it's like oh. no i can't yeah i can't do it but but the or no they, they really love this the stepsister and brother ones this but the the thing is is like even in those where it's just supposed to be that's supposed to be the naughty part right that's supposed to be the freaky part they still have to make sure it's spitting and choking and slapping and it's like i'm not against that i mean honey i'm not against that but i don't know why it has to be so to the point where that's only that's like the only way to have sex and so when 14 year olds are learning about sex they're learning to do that with each other and do you think that a two you know 16 year olds who are just exploring in high school go and they do that like they're gonna do it right no it's gonna be a hot mess well and that and it's probably gonna be very short-lived <laughs> <laughs> well they don't have to be 16 to do that but oh anyway um so that goes back to the wonderful description of the man with the lube and the rags um you know, that was one of the things people were saying to me, like, oh, you're going to take your clothes off so people can masturbate to you. I'm like, people will masturbate to whatever they want. It doesn't mean I don't have to take my clothes off for them to masturbate to me. I've had plenty of guys tell me they masturbated to photos where I was clothed. I've had people take photos of me and make me nude and send me the nude version of my photos. <laughs> that I've never posted because why would I and I'm like geez I mean they they can do anything they can take my face and put it on a porn at this point yeah you know what I mean they have the technology to do that now so you think I'm gonna sit back and let them make money off of fake shit about me and I can't make a coin no no and they're like oh well you're gonna regret that when you get older I am older <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> At the, at the end of the day, you're a grown ass woman. I'm grown. I, I just get out of you're, high school. Not, I, who's gonna come get me? You're not who's out gonna... trying to be an escort. You're not out here trying to sell some, you know, sell some pussy. Like you're, you're selling, you know, er, er, erotica, something that a man can fantasize about. And or a you know, woman. Hello, I'm not worried. You know, hello, ladies. Hi. Check. I'd, I'd fuck it, but. <laughs> oh, thanks joker jesus christ this is a recording joker <laughs> well i mean just you know as a woman i could see a woman you know like well, i have female friends and they're you know i i've been out and and you know i've 
you know, me and you have, have Snapchatted, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and they're like, oh, who's that? And I'm like, oh, that's my gamer friend. And, you know, in our chats, we have, you know, tasteful images. You know what I mean? Where, Not anymore. Hey, check out my outfit. You know, what am I wearing? And, you know, like the one day you sent me the, the picture of you in a Joker jacket, you're like, look at this cool Joker jacket. And like, you know, and I've had women to be like, wow, she's really pretty. You know, because I explained to them like, hey, you know, this is one of my gamer friends. We we game together. You know, she does a podcast. You check it out on Spotify. You know, just to give, you know, I try to introduce you to some of my, you know, personal friends that can relate to a lot of the topics you talk about. So I try and get you viewers and I've had females say, wow, she's really pretty. She video games. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've had, listen, trust me. I've had more than a few women get very uh, friendly with me or sometimes aggressively friendly with me. But I have to tell you ladies, I only have eyes for Kate Beckinsale. So I'm gonna go down Lesbo Lane. It will be with Kate Beckinsale. Um, (laughs) But. I mean, that's not a bad choice. No, uh, it's really not. No, she's, she's my number one. Um, okay, so I have one more topic for you. Sure. And and then we can go, because we've, we've been just... This is how Joker and I are. We could sit here and talk and talk and talk and talk about all kinds of stuff, especially entertainment stuff. So I wanted to go over... I mean, we, we do everything. We talk about movies and cartoons and a million different things. But since you brought up that we were gamer friends, I wanted to discuss the fact that you're trying to drag me on to Overwatch 2. Yeah. And I'm, I wanna know as someone who's in the over 30 crowd, um, do you ever feel like there might be a time, cause I know that a lot of the younger people make jokes at our expense, what are you doing still gaming? You know, whatever, whatever. Cause they think they're not gonna still wanna game when they're older. It's like, yeah, okay, sure. Um, but do you think that there will ever come a time for you where you're like, you know what? I think I'm done. Um, you know, honestly, I've never put much thought into it. But now that you've just brought it up, uh, probably not. You know, um, video gaming takes me out of the real world. It just lets me chill and concentrate on you know what game i'm playing i can zone out to it it occupies me essentially you know obviously like you said 30s crowd i'm a single guy i don't really need to be in a bar you know all like that and when i tend to get bored or don't know what to do with myself i end up sitting in a bar for six seven eight hours not saying i'm getting hammered but you know i'm just out socializing and hanging out Video games, I have that, you know, I can sit in my own home. I can sit here and, you know, smoke a bong and and veg out and and play video games. And I enjoy doing that. You know, if I want to come home from working 10 hours and want to sit in front of my Xbox for another six, yeah, I'm going to do that because it's what I enjoy to do. Yeah. You know, my thing is, I don't know if, in my 50s and 60s, I'm gonna be uh, as much of a gamer as I am now. I don't, I would hope, I personally would hope I'm not because I really would like to do other activities. Like I wanna go yachting, which is so weird, (laughs) I don't know why. And I wanna do more traveling like I used to. And so for me, I hope that I'm a little bit more entertained in the real world. Who knows what the real world's gonna look like. Maybe we're all trapped in our houses because it's like, COVID-98 and who knows, you know what I mean? But my right. thing is, I definitely want to, I've definitely been slimming it down where I'm not playing as many games as I used to. Um, and, and I really w- would love to see the gaming companies make an avenue. They, they've done so much to charge us for every breath that we take. Well, now I they have, huh? Well, what we're leading to with gaming is going to be what you see in Ready Player One. Let I think live inside of it. Yeah, I know. That's let that's me. the metaverse. No, but what I but I just let me just uh, finish my thought and then you can. I just want to say that the thing that I, they they do now. So PlayStation's doing this. 
all the fucking apps are trying to do this now. Disney Plus just uh, announced that they're going to have a tier system. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So they all do these these tier systems. Where it's like, well, you can have a subscription for a year, and sure, we'll give you access. But if you get the platinum premium one, then you'll have all of this. And so it's like, okay, you guys obviously know how to make different tiers to keep certain people out. You know, it's a class system online, like it is in the world. Okay, great. Could you make different fucking groups where it's like children between the ages of this and this teenagers between the ages of this and this adults between this and this age so i don't have to be playing friday the 13th with a fucking 10 year old right you know what i mean because that's where i that's what what pisses me off i don't like when i'm in, interacting in a game and i have some fucking kid who's like shut up you fucking old bitch that old lady i'm like oh my god leave me alone i'm minding my business you know, I paid for the game. You didn't pay for the game, you little shit. And I got to deal with that. And so it's like, I just hope that in the future, if they're going to slice these pieces of pie into as many as they can, could you just let the adults have our own slice where we don't have to hang out with someone else's kid? That's right. what I want. Then I, I can game. I don't want to be a babysitter. I've raised my own yeah. kid. And I don't want to have to monitor myself either because that's the thing on PlayStation. Uh, one of my friends, he's, he got rid of his PlayStation because he was in a party chat. This is this was in my, my stream the other day. He said he was in a party chat and he was having a conversation and the AI listens to all of us in the party chat on PlayStation, on the actual party chat. And if it picks up certain keywords, you can get in trouble for that. Excuse me? I yeah, paid for that. That's ridiculous. It's, it's stupid. But the only reason they even implemented a, a thing like that is to protect children. Okay, so how about you just let the adults have the adult side so we can have conversations that adults fucking have and not have to be, you know, uh, punished for speaking as adults do. Right. So, you know, I didn't say that because uh, a friend of mine, she had posted on Facebook, her and her kid were playing Mortal Kombat. Mm -hmm. And... She was like, she was like, don't none of y'all want this. I said, I will come over there and destroy the entire house. And I got, it, it got flagged. I'm like, for what? So I disputed it and they're like, oh, they must, you know, a real human must have looked at it and been like, he's just talking about the game. And you know, they let it go. But it's just, it's crazy that, you know, all these devices, they're listening no mm -hmm. matter your cable box, your Xbox, your cell phone. I mean, you sit there and have a conversation about, you know, 5,000, uh, you know, states, Egyptian cotton sheets. Next thing you know, that's what's popping up in your newsfeed. And it's it's kind of scary, you know? No, it, it is scary. And maybe I'll have you back on in the future so we can talk more about that. Because you did a really good Joker, by the way. I just want to just let everyone know I'm very impressed with Joker's ability to navigate the conversation. I'm not surprised. He's he's a chatty bitch. Um, <laughs> no, but, he, but Joker has a lot of opinions about a lot of things. So, um, as we all do. Um, maybe next time we can definitely bring that up. But I guess my last question to you is, will you be joining the metaverse? Uh, will I be joining the metaverse once it comes out? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd give it a whirl. I, I think it would be a pretty cool experience. Um, it, it's definitely, it's definitely coming. I don't know when. I would say maybe in the next ten years. No, it's going to be in like the next year or so. Uh, um, Zuckerberg's metaverse is coming out. I don't know if I want to be part of his fucking metaverse, but oh, that's what it is. No, that's what it is. Yeah, and yeah, I already have an avatar. I've shared it a few times on my Instagram, so all I have to do is just get in. People are already on it. People are already in it now. I just didn't. I haven't gotten it, and I could. I have an Oculus here. I could easily join the metaverse if I wanted to, but I'm not going to. Right. I mean, that's you're talking about. You know, they. I told Second Life that you're going to be living and. You know, right? It's exactly what you were saying earlier. The Ready Player One is the same thing. You get in, you go in there, you can go do all these things. You can use your real money in that world, and then there's mini games inside of that world that you can do as well. So it would be exactly what you described. That's why I brought it up at the end. <laughs> yeah, I, I think at some point I would I would join it. You know, just to bebop around. You know, obviously it's going to be just like it would be in the real world. You're going to be able to travel and see things that you wouldn't normally see and it's gonna it's gonna take over people's lives it's gonna be kind of scary because yeah. people are gonna go broke but 
at the Look, end. I always, I always say this, Joker. You know, our generation, the way I feel, I, 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 as much as, you know, I would love to live longer and see what else is coming sometimes. I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of glad because the way things are turning out, I'm, I'm kind of glad that I lived the life I lived prior to the world of just living inside the internet because I remember that world. Because if the future world is just everybody's in their house living in their internet, I'm good. Right. I I feel the same way. You know, I want to go out and, and see things for myself. And, and maybe we and maybe we can do that together. I hear a Vegas a calling. Anyway, um, yes, everybody. So this is my friend Joker. Give it up for Joker. And he doesn't really promote anything unless did you have something you wanted to promote or he uh, no, not really. No, I don't... He, doesn't, he doesn't promote anything. But if you want him to come back on the podcast, you can always comment wherever you're seeing this, even on my Spotify, and say if you liked it, and maybe we can bring him back. Thank you, Joker, for being here. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. Um, All right. No. Well, and I will see you in the gaming world in a little while. And until then, everybody, keep it nice and piping hot. <laughs> <laughs>